Coming up this week, the city of Anaheim attempts to make the resort area a little safer. Knott's Berry Farm springs for two new Buena Park police officers. And Disneyland finally releases the new Phantasmic dining packages. Plus later, the team answers listener questions. All that next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Disney Unplugged Disneyland Edition, episode 689, for the week of July 9th, 2017. The Disney Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson. Hey! Mary Jo Mulata-Willie. Hello. And Michael Bowling. Hey there, hi there, ho there. How is everyone's week? Hot. Yeah? Yes. Hot. Uh, it's been very warm up in Northern California. But a good week. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Busy. Yeah. Very busy. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, very no, empty no, Disneyland cool. this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, very empty Disneyland. Um, Do you yeah. think it's because of the heat, Nancy? Um, I think it's a mix. I think it's everybody who went in Fourth of July weekend for the holiday, and everybody who's coming next week for D twenty three. Right, it's kind of a so it, it's weekend. kind of a middle of the in between, and then the this, and then the that, and you know. I have a quick question, Nancy. You saw the Fourth of July fireworks, right, at Disneyland? Yes, we did. Now, I want to hear how they were. I thought they were very concise and lovely. <laughs> But they were a lot shorter than um, I expected. And there were weird pauses between the song clusters. In fact, there was a, a family that was in front of us. I mean, we were right in front of the castle for the most part. And, um, and when I think it was three songs in, I think they only did like, four or five it was like three in there was a long enough gap that the people in front of us thought they were done and left oh. or they just wanted to bail early but they were very pretty and very patriotic i miss shenandoah from the first year but it was nice i mean i liked it okay i forgot to tape it i thought about taping it but and they had projections on the castle? Oh, the projections on the castle and on the Matterhorn were really nice. Um, they did, like, marching things and flags and, and drums and, and just all kinds of different thematic to the song. But it was really nice. You know, stars and twinkly things and stripes and flags. And there was an eagle that flew on one and... It was really nice. I mean, you can go anywhere online and see um, video, and, but and there's, the there's, videos don't do it justice. Yeah, and they're using the new the new technology or the new projection system at, at the Fantasmic mm-hmm. area too, and I hear that's really nice. Because mm-hmm. that's it's, cool. It's I way, wouldn't have it, known. It's way brighter. Yeah, the new system's way brighter. 
know. And you got to walk around. And, was, and you got to walk around Tom Sawyer Island. Yeah, right? like, yeah. Yesterday what, we walked around Tom Sawyer Island. What's left of it? Um, what's left of it? But it was still nice. I mean, obviously you can't go into the fort anymore. That's used as kind of a break room for the phantasmic performers. But that's been that way for a while. Yeah, it's been that way for a while, but. You know, I mean, the little tunnels that kind of weave in and out from around the underside of the fort are still there, and you can still walk around the back side of it. Um, but what was really nice was on the more piratey side of it with the, the bridge, the side with the bridges and the, the hands on cranking stuff. And you got the most wonderful views of the new trestle. You have a really nice view of. Um, the new Indian village. And it was nice to see that they kept like the, the lift station and, and the old track from, you know, from the mine train. Um, there were some, you know, weird cougars placed in there and uh, some moose, no squirrels. Um, but, but it was nice. I mean, I, the walk is still good. It's still got some refreshing, you know, comfortable areas to sit, you know, while people run around. Um, you know, I don't think you're going to miss much of the island itself. We didn't go in any of the caves because my knee was bugging me. But, but yeah. Cool. So, and yes, chat room, I did say cougars like Charlie, Charlie the Lonesome Cougar. There we go. I dropped a Disney movie that you could watch in preparation for going to Tom Sawyer's and or on the river. Nice. All right. <laughs> Any other highlights of the of the park visit? Um, let's see. Uh, oh, the donuts are are definitely at the coffee place. Now, what was funny was on the way down, we were since I wasn't on the since I wasn't on uh, Tony's, you know food show last week mm-hmm. um the the summer of heroes food um i heard you guys talking about the donuts and you know what one of those maple bacons were staring me in the eyes <laughs> last weekend when we went to go see the fourth of july fireworks and i was gonna try it and i didn't and i was so mad after hearing tony rave about how that was the only one he didn't try and that was the one he wanted to try but he couldn't, and then here I was like, "Oh darn!" So we tried looking for it again. This week's donuts were completely different than your donuts from last week. Okay. Um. So well, let me update. But, but you're talking about in Disneyland, right? Yeah, in Disneyland, but yeah, still, but... no. I mean, but the ra- the rotating donuts. Yeah, but it, they, you know how they... they were talking about the maple bacon. <laughs> yeah, and but the they this ro- and the but that. That's but we were talking about sh- at Schmoozies. It's a different rotation. Yeah, I know. That's okay. They had a lot of those donuts, only not called that, Uh, over at Disneyland. So they had the maple bacon donut over there. Mm -hmm. This week's, however, was like a Butterfinger, which looked really good. Then there was the one with the Fruity Pebbles on it. Right. You. And then there was another (laughs) one, which... Sorry, did that come out? (laughs) Yeah, I heard that. (laughs) Usually they have, yeah, usually they have, what, two at a time? No, they have three. Oh, really? Okay. 
Yeah, they they had three both days. Oh, it was a a one that's made special for Disneyland, and it's a Matterhorn macaroon. Ah, interesting. Yeah, thank you, Dina. I was looking at my pictures instead of yours. <laughs> um, but yeah, my we forgot to go back to get the Butterfinger one because Zoe really wanted to try that. She loves Butterfingers, and the Matterhorn one with the uh, caramel drizzle on and bits of crumbled bits of Matterhorn macaroon Ooh. with one full size Matterhorn macaroon on top. Yeah, that's the thing about yeah, those. Tough. That's the thing about those donuts is sometimes the bits are too big. The toppings are too big to try to yeah. eat it. So. Well, the Reese's Butterfinger one is a bar style. Yeah. And the other two were round. But you know what was funny is the bar style ones didn't look like the Cronuts ones that you guys were talking about. Okay. So that was kind of weird. Okay. But anyway. Cool. There was that. Excellent. And then there was something else. And there were really freaking short Dole Whip lines for as hot of a day as it was. Hmm. Really freaking short. I've never seen Dole Whip lines as short as they were the last two weekends. And I have no explanation, especially since it was hot. I know you would think that, that those would be the long ones. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Um, want to say hello to our friends listening live on Mixler. If you want to listen live, every, almost every, well, yeah, next couple weeks, who knows? Uh, live every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Head over to Mixler.com, M-I-X-L-R.com, and listen and chat live with the great folks there. Um, yeah, next week there will probably not be a live show because we will all be at the D23 Expo. Um, and we will talk more about that later. Uh, next week's going to be crazy, not only with the Expo, but then Monday um, is the anniversary of Disneyland, the, what is it? Fifth, five thousand, sixty second, right? Sixty second, sixty second, yeah. Um, and also the return of Fantasmic, uh, which we'll also talk about in a little bit. Um, I did find out that you know they typically do some kind of moment. I'm using air quotes moment for the anniversary. Um, I believe it is going to be at twelve <clears throat> twelve fifteen in Town Square, which is normally where they have it. Um, no, no details or anything, but usually it consists of them playing Walt's uh, dedication speech and then characters with mm. conf- confetti is usually how they will handle it on an off year where it's not. A, yeah, I think yeah. I think they stand up on the train station platform. Yeah, yeah. At, at least in the past, I've seen that could mm-hmm. be different. Right. So. Look out for that if you are in the parks. Uh, last week I talked about the um, the new Justice League ride that's coming to Six Flags Magic Mountain. If you want to get into the park for free for the opening day of that, head over to their website because they are registering people to cosplay as a DC character and... To, to be at the opening for Justice the new Justice League ride. So if you're... Uh, fun is that? Yeah, right? What? So if, I know! So if you want to be Wonder Woman yeah, Are they or too Batman, cheap to, to get out their own costume appar- people? Apparently, yes. Well, you know, the costumes that some, the people who cosplay are sometimes better than the costumes oh, I know. they have yeah. in the park. Yeah. Well, think of the, the uh, social media 
opportunities if they have uh, roller coaster vehicles all filled with superheroes. I, I believe they are also trying to break a record for the most number of cosplayers in one space at one time okay. or some, something like that. So this is... And it's just not them being cheap and cheesy. Well, yeah, it kind of is, but... Um, <laughs> well, no, it's trying to, trying to build, you know, um, word of mouth and stuff. Um, and this is this Wednesday the 12th, so if you if you want to do it, I don't know if registration's still open, but Head to the website and they, you can find out there. Um, let's see. Oh, the rest of the shows. I have no idea what's going on with the shows this week because, um, again, everybody, uh, some people are coming out for the D23 Expo. Somebody, some of the people are here for the Adventures by Disney trip already. Um, I, I'm assuming some of this is already pre recorded. The Dreams Unlimited Travel show is every Monday. Um, the Orlando show, I'm assuming, will be live this Tuesday at, uh, 10 a.m. Pacific. Best and the Worst of Orlando on Wednesdays. Universal Show on Thursdays. And Diz Pop on Friday. And, of course, The Daily Fix every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific. And that may be adjusted slightly this week because of the expo. So just keep an eye out on the on Facebook for that. And it is another week of connecting with Walt, Michael. It is. And since Craig and I are both going to be at Disneyland for this week's Connecting with Walt, we're going to talk about Disneyland. We are continuing our series, Disney Neverland, the Disney that never was. We're going to talk about Disneyland's Discovery Bay that was designed by lead Imagineer Tony Baxter as an expansion for Disneyland's Frontierland in the late 1970s. So if you want to hear all about how cool of a land this would have been. Um, tune in um, this coming Friday for Connecting with Walt. Very cool. Um, anybody else have housekeeping? Oh, I, I have an observation. So you talked about the Justice League attraction. I yeah. took Carol to her very first uh, superhero film. We saw Wonder Woman. How and was it? She and I both really, really enjoyed it. It it's very well done because it's it, it for Carol and for me it, it it was it told a nice story and the and then it had the action sequences that supported the story but they weren't overblown you know how some superhero films it's just like that was a big criticism of what was it, Superman versus Batman or whatever where it was just one long fight scene basically for a couple of hours um, this wasn't Carol thoroughly enjoyed it. So I like that. And I finally saw Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. I really liked it. But so I. I have I have an yeah. observation. When has it become acceptable now for people just to talk through the um the previews? And I don't mean whispering, I mean just full blown talking like they're they're sitting on a bench outside or on their couches in their living rooms, having full on conversations. So because really I've been noticing that as I've seen a number of films this summer because I decided I'm going to see all the big films for once. And so I've seen an unusual number of films over the last couple of months. I'm amazed by how much people are now talking in the theaters. Do you think it has anything to do with the time of day, Michael? Have you noticed? Have well, you got different night, times? I, last night I went at 10 p.m. because now okay. Pirates is only playing once in theaters. Spider-Man sort of booted it out up here and uh, and you know carol and i did go midday for 
you know, for Wonder Woman, but I, I go at various times. So um, I don't notice it that much, but then, you know, Burbank is chock full of industry people, so they're less likely to, you know, talk through a movie than other, you know, talk through previews, because most of them, it's all professional interest. I also notice it because at the theater I've been going to lately, it's now the nice cushy recliners. That's the ones we've been going to which as well. Is, which is reserved seating. Mm-hmm. That's so, too. So you don't have to get there until five minutes before the movie starts, as long as you have time to grab your popcorn and soda. So there mm-hmm. are people still walking in and having their last-minute conversations during the previews. Yeah, that's very true. That's happening a lot also. But anyway, it was just an observation. Yeah. I find it very annoying and rude. <laughs> so anyway, but both of those films are fun. Speaking of speaking of movies, um, again one percent. Uh, we're going on that cruise that that little cruise thing that's coming up, and mm-hmm. they somebody posted what movies are going to be on, and I was surprised to find out that Spider Man's actually going to be on the ship, the movie. Um, Not surprised. That is nice. Yeah, well, because it's not it's Marvel, but it's not Disney Marvel. Right? It's like, isn't it one of those? No, it's Disney it was... Marvel. Yeah, they, because... that's what he's. That's why they introduced him in uh, Civil War. So... Yeah, it's the first one that's not made by. Did Sony have okay. right Spider Man? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the first one where, di- yeah, so where it... Disney's brought okay, him so back in. So it's not Sony. Oh, it's a co-production. No, no, no it's not Sony. No. Uh, Dina says. And it's Dina weird because they're doing. Oh, okay. They're doing a weird mix of like I guess Peter Piker, Peter Parker and Miles Morales, um, Spider Man's. So it's it's kind of a very interesting. You know, they're calling him Peter Parker, but it's very much more a Miles Morales style um, Peter Parker. So, but with the whole Tony Stark buying him from Civil War thing, mm-hmm. it's a very weird change in universe. Let's yeah, put it that it, way. It, it, it's so it, they're saying it's Sony. So oh, okay. I had heard in reviews that it was not, but okay. I haven't seen it, so yeah. I don't know. So I'm just glad that so I can save my money and go see it for mm-hmm. the cruise. So maybe Sony had to enter into a partnership <coughs> with them to create a certain storyline for it and right, a reboot to, to stay in the MCU. Yeah. yeah. I watched um, uh, Doctor Strange is on Netflix now. Love it. Uh Okay. Okay, think of it this way. The visual effects on it, you know, how are you going to take a mystical a mystical character like Strange, who's so bizarre and so hard to convert off of a comic page and into a movie format? Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I thought they did an excellent job with it for that reason. I, 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 I the character's not likable. The, the, the visual effects overtake the movie and there really isn't much storyline to it. I enjoyed it, but it was one of those where I thought I need to watch this again. Yeah. Well, and, and, yes. and again, it's in, you're introducing the character, the characters so that, you know, there's gotta be some of that, but yeah. Well, and when you consider that, um, when you consider the, Part of this is to also get people to tie back into like Marvel Unlimited subscriptions and to start 
you know, getting interested in the comic book and going back to those origin stories of their characters, as well as the new universe stories. Hmm. Um, You know, I've read Doctor Strange since I was young. And so I actually really enjoy the character in some respects. But yes, he started out, the character himself started out as a big old jerk. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's who he was and it was all about his learning not to think of himself and learning to think of the global universes so it's it's really sort of one of those stories where uh, eventually you come to root for him in the end all right uh where else was i going um oh 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 so our friends at pizza press have you heard this you know, Pizza Press has opened, you know, they have one now at the, what is it called now? The Anaheim Hotel? The, the, formerly the Anaheim Plaza used to be right. Oh, yeah. Okay, that that place. They just opened a Pizza Press in Celebration, Florida. Oh, wow. Yeah. How so, interesting. Yeah. Me, yeah that's so the, is this the second one that they've done then? No, no. They've had, they have others around Southern California. They have a few around Southern California, but this is... Just like, oh, all of a sudden, now they're in Florida. So I thought it was interesting since we, we talk about it so much. But why? I, I don't know why Celebration. I mean, why not? But you can't I guess they couldn't do Downtown Disney because Blaze is there, so. Oh, yeah. True. Um, any other housekeeping? Don't forget. Um, hey, oh, when okay, did Dr. Facil... What? I'm sorry. When did Dr. Facilier started rolling around all over the place in New Orleans Square? Um, he's there every once in a while because they have yeah. they have meet and greets. Uh, I was shocked. On the they used to have meet and greets on the Mark Twain. So it'd be Hammer, okay. Tiana, or Lewis. I'm Nobody glad. wanted wish... anything to do with them. It was yeah. really funny. Yeah. I wish they. Well, he is scary. Um, I wish they would have Tiana and Lewis and Dr. Facilier and uh, Prince Naveen there more often. Yes. All right. Um, don't forget about coasting for kids. We need people to sign up. Um, let's see. August 16th in middle in Quasi amusement park in Middlebury, Connecticut, or September 16th at frontier city in Oklahoma city, Oklahoma, uh, head over to coasting and join team Diz power of 10. Um, anything else? All right. Time for, the news. Uh, Tony is not here, so I will read the news. Let's start with this one, the, the easy one. Um, Knott's Berry Farm will pay $260,000 to have two Buena Park police officers at the park on a full-time basis. Uh, the police department, which has in the past paid officers overtime to patrol the park during peak hours, We'll assign these officers to the beat once it has enough staff in place. Uh, guests can expect to see the officers on site sometime in the fall. Uh, Knott's is one of our staple entertainment locations, said Aaron France, assistant to the city manager. We try to do our best to be a good partner in the community and help out when we can with these sort of things. Um, including salary and benefits, Knott's will pay $130,000 per officer and $40,000 for a new police vehicle. Uh, Disneyland, of course, has a similar arrangement with the Anaheim Police Department, uh, paying $8.5 million for 11 
full-time sworn, sworn positions at the resort. I'm not sure that math is wow. right, but yeah, that seems way higher. I, I guess they get, they got to pay for the dogs too, because Anaheim, you, the, the, mm-hmm. And, 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 that, but. and their vehicles, I suppose. Yeah, and that big old tower thing they have that I think that belongs to the peace department. So that's kind of interesting. Um, I guess they've been doing the way to park is the city's been paying for it. And now Knott's is, I guess, in a position to step up and, and cover what they, they probably should have been covering in the first place. Oh, it's so quiet. All right, here we go. <laughs> this this one's from Mary Jo. Um, oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> Ooh, are you on your stool twirling, Mary Jo? You already this one with your Pinot Noir in hand. This, this is this this is, goes back to the the what happens behind Cars Land uh, to prevent to prevent <laughs> to prevent homeless people from taking over bus stops. Anaheim has yeah. removed. Now Mary Jo gets it. Anaheim has removed several benches. In high traffic areas around the Disneyland Resort. Uh, since October, the city's begun taking out bus benches at the four bus stops at Harbor and Catella Avenue and another bench further north in front of Captain Kidd's restaurant. Uh, city spokesman Mike Lister said having the benches, having the benches, I gotta be careful, has, had outlived its purpose. I'm not sure that's, correct. I don't really agree with that because yeah. they uh-huh. could- yeah. You know, people still need to sit. Mm-hmm. Uh, some homeless in the area, he said, often use the covered stops as a makeshift shelter and the beds as benches. Illegal activity was common, he said. It pains you us. Know, that's, I'm sorry, that, I'm sorry, no, that's true, though, because, you know, when Carol and I stay at the Tropicana or any mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. any of the hotels up that way, there's that, that one stop is, it, it's always, the homeless are always there. Yeah. And, and, and this, scent surrounding that bus stop is pretty strong um let me move on he said uh the city is doing its best to assist people who are homeless to get access to shelters health care and long-term housing no one should have to stay at a bus shelter and we can help there are about 800 homeless people living in the city and hundreds more have set up tent cities along the santa Ana river near the honda center uh down to past anna uh down past angel stadium um, let's see, uh, let's see, according to one, I, I'm not going to use her name, uh, one lady that, uh, was under the bus stop asking for change. She's been sleeping on and off in the bus stop at Harbor and Catella for two years. The bus shelter felt safer to her than, uh, the courtyard, which is the name of the shelter that the county created at the old downtown Santa Ana bus terminal or, um, or along the riverbed. She says, I think they get frustrated with the homeless people sleeping on the benches, but you know, they are doing it anyways. Now we're sleeping on the floor. Um, the, the lady who I did not name says that the benches had become filthy. They were stains from soda, alcohol, and food, um, and other things that we won't go into. Uh, another homeless gentleman has hung out in the area for four years. He figures the main issue is young homeless adults. Um, because the corner has five convenience stores that serve alcohol. What happens at night, this gentleman says, is the kids buy the alcohol and hang out the bus stops and get rowdy. Some of the cops said it's okay to sleep here, just do it late at night and wake up early. Ah, okay, interesting. 
several people resorted to sitting on nearby concrete fencing or standing or leaning against the bus stops as they wait for the bus. A young lady awaiting for the, uh, waiting the Lux bus to take her and family, her family to downtown Los Angeles. A tourist from New Zealand. Uh, said it's inconvenient for her mother and grandmother to have to stand to wait for a bus. They should figure out a way to bring benches here, especially for elderly guests. Um, the homeless gentleman said that the city should look th- for other ways to regulate the area, but un- he understands why the city removed the benches. We deserve it, he said, but the tourists don't deserve this. Hmm. You know, there, there's so many um, different styles of benches that don't allow you to lay down in them, uh-huh. but you could still sit in them. That's what I would expect Anaheim to like the to the, come one, up with. the ones they use like to also deter kids from riding their skateboard along the top of them, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the ones that have like spe- like bucket seats. Mm-hmm. They have bucket seats or like they'll, they're like, uh, every other, you know, you have the, the backs to them or mm-hmm. they have, they have some type there. When you get up, the, um, the bottom of the, the bench goes up. You know, you can lean on it, but you can't sit on it. They have those. They have ones with <coughs> arms in it. So you can't lay across it. I think that's kind of like what you're talking about now. Mm-hmm. There's lots yeah, of styles. Or, yeah. But it is a problem. Yeah. So. I did. I just feel for the people. Also, and I mean, I also feel for the people that are looking for some place to stay. Like the lady who um, said that, you know, probably because of because there is more traffic and the lights and everything, she feels safer there than at other places. But it so also, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be cynical here. If you are homeless and asking for money, where would you go? Yeah. Yeah, or the tourists with with their souvenir money, or yep, exactly. So that, that's that's cynical me. All right, um, that is the news. Time for rapid fire. I've been doing a lot of talking, so I'm not going to go first this time, Michael. Well, you know, as you mentioned, Tom, D23 Expo <laughs> is starting this week. Looking forward to it. Not looking forward to the crowds, though. But I do <laughs> I do have a few reminders for folks heading down there. Uh, I, think, I think I mentioned this last week, that the um, D23 Expo app is now available. And actually, I still I have yeah, the no, old it, okay, Expo yeah. app, and it um, updated it just automatically. Went, okay, yeah, it just went live a couple days ago. So Yeah, yeah. So it's available now. And they were having issues with Android the Android version, but apparently they have resolved those. But the great thing about the mobile app is it helps you find everything you need, where the stages are, um, where photo shoots are, has a full schedule of presentations and special yeah. entertainment. Yeah, it has way, um, way, way, more, it has way more of a schedule than their website did. Yeah, um, it has a stage pass availability. Uh, also, if there are um, you know last-minute announcements or updates or giveaways – things like that they appear on on the app so you'll get notifications and all that stuff too and apparently there's going to be some sort of um more photo spots and all that and so they will let you um know <laughs> about that as well on that so that means that they'll have plenty of wi-fi coverage right michael so that oh absolutely <laughs> it's, it's a disney event they always have perfect wi-fi right <laughs> Because you know how good Disney, they can run those theme parks with those audio animatronic figures. They have no problems. 
So just like we all found out when we tried to get the fantastic packages, which Tom oh will talk God. about. Um, anyway, um, anyway, oh, I, I, I know folks have been. My, my, I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> That's okay. I know folks have been asking me about tickets and all that kind of stuff. You should have gotten them in the mail by now. And, and, and unless you ordered at the last minute and then it'll right. be a will call. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, you will get your sleeves and lanyards for your D23 Expo tickets or credentials, whatever you want to call them. You usually get them when you enter, the first time you enter the building. You'll also get D23 Expo guidebooks as well. It'll give you something to read as you sit in lines for hours. So that's handy. Also, those of you who plan on camping out Thursday night, the, um, it hasn't been determined yet if you're going to get your lanyard and sleeve and guidebook when you enter to camp out or on day one when you actually enter to go to your first event. So you have to find out. Um, also, just to sort of let you know about some uh, th- about what's available there, Stage Pass, Friday through Sunday, you can only use Stage Passes in the D23 Expo Arena, Stage 28, and the Walt Disney Archives stage. You cannot use it in Hall D23, Show Floor, or like the Disney Dream Store, Disney Store, or Mickey's of Glendale. So just those three um, three places that I talked to you about. Store Pass... The only places you can use it are the Disney Dream Store, Disney Store, and Mickey's of Glendale. And the store pass will, they'll start distribution at 9 a.m. and um, while tickets last. And the distribution center for those um, are in Hall A. And then um, for stage pass, the session starting prior to 11 a.m., it's not available. You just have to go right to the stage. Sessions from 11 to 2, distribution begins at 9 a.m. And sessions starting at 3 p.m. and later, distribution for those starts at 12.30 p.m. And they'll run until they run out of stage passes. If you're a D23 gold member, you get priority seating in Hall D23 and the D23 Expo Arena, there will be special queues for you. Supposedly, um, there, there are thousands of seats that are set aside for the gold members. And, um, they'll, and they will let the gold members in, I guess, after sorcerers, the sorcerer packages. Is this the first time they've done something like that? It is the first time. And I hope it works. So we'll see. Um, the overnight queues on Friday and Saturday are available only for um, Hall D23 and to get into the show floor, not for anywhere else. And then the Grand, Grand Plaza line, Sunday at 6 a.m. You cannot spend any overnights on Saturday night. That's only for Hall D23 and the show floor. So anyway, so so that's it. Um, for um, people going to D23 Expo, if you have a motorized scooter, there is a change in how they are managing those. Um, motorized scooters are not allowed in the seating area of Hall D23 or in the D23 Expo Arena. Scooters may be parked outside the room after guests have transferred to their seats. Ooh. So, yeah, so that's that's a bit different than um before so should be aware of that so wonder how how long that policy remains in place 
I don't know, because I do remember that in some of the arenas, it got they were having problems um, finding space for guests on those motorized scooters. Okay. Right. Interesting. So that's it. Those are all my last minute reminders. Okay. So have fun and look for, for our booth mm-hmm. and you'll be able to find it on the app. Yep. Under it's under dreams unlimited travel. Um, and we are booth 500 E. I'm not sure if they'll have numbers on them. We are right in the front um, near the, I think it's the 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 um, arena queue outside near the arena. Uh, we are between the SoCal Disney Pin Emporium and the Monogram International Inc. booth. So we're right What's right in front. What's the number again? Five zero zero E. The Ink booth is that tattoos? Okay, no, are we, are we no. going to get free tattoos? Mo- Mon- Monogram Inter- International Inc. I I think it's the wrong kind of ink, but anyway. Oh, okay, okay. I thought Mary Jo was finally going to get that little um, flying Pegasus on her, um, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and if you're if you're from Fantasia, if you're looking in the app, it's it's under it's under Dreams Unlimited Travel. So stop by and stop by and say hello. And if you're not if you're not there, (laughs) and if you're not looking for that ink place, huh? Yeah. And then and then um. And of course, you'll be able to watch us live um, on on our website. Yeah, make sure right? you yeah make sure you're uh, subscribed to uh, the Diz Unplugged and the Diz Facebook page, uh, our YouTube channels. Uh, there will be lots of coverage. You're gonna have to you're you're gonna want to watch. Also, make sure if you haven't already, make sure you are liking and subscribed to the Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition Facebook page because we sometimes put some fun things there. That don't go up on the regular design plug page, just saying. So mm-hmm. you know you want to follow that separately because we do fun stuff there too. All right, let's go with Mary Jo. Okay, so the Disneyland parks have been um, coming up with some fun things this summer, and now we have over in Cars Land, we have some Cars Three inspired food and beverage offerings, <laughs> and they say cruise into Cars Land, not cruise. Into Cars Land at Disney California Park. I've learned now. <laughs> and they have brand new food and beverage items inspired by Cars 3 over at um, Flo's V8 Cafe. You can find the Cachao Spicy Breakfast Burrito. It's a red flour tortilla filled with scrambled eggs with chorizo, savory potatoes, tomatillo salsa, and sour cream. The tomatillo salsa is that green uh, chili verde, so it's kind of a medium to mild sauce. It's available park wet, which is uh, enchilada style, or on the road, which is a dry burrito. There's also a cool and Dinoco blue shake, a blue raspberry shake topped with glittery yellow sprinkles and sugar crystals. That looks pretty yummy. And across the street at the Cozy Cone Motel, you can choose your racing stripe with a racer churro. For a limited time, the churros at Cozy Cone Motel will be covered in either red, blue, or yellow colored sugar with the cinnamon sugar taste that we all know about in we all taste. Um, and then a few cones over in the same area, you'll find the Champion's Corn Cup, which is a perfect snack on the go. The corn is topped with lime, cotija, cheese, mayonnaise, and spicy tahine. What kind and of cheese? Cotija. That's that like crumbly, cotija. that's that crumbly white cheese it, um, that they have on basically Mexican, Mexican feta. So it's a little bit oh, salty. Okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, so if you've ever had the corn of the cobs that they, that they dip in the the lime and the red chili and the... Don't they usually like, do Parmesan on those, or does it always cut the... Uh... 
try Parmesan's to not it's more of the American choice as opposed to the Mexican yeah. choice. Yeah. I mean, a lot of places. better. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. But but this well, no, comes in a cup. So just... Go ahead, Nancy. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying a lot of places <laughs> just pick Parmesan. Like they do like a mayo or butter Parmesan mix and then put it on the corn. So the, yeah, it just makes it completely different. To stick on the corn. But yeah. um, this is this is served in a nice little plastic cup with a little bit of cilantro. And uh, for you to munch on. So that's a nice, refreshing. Uh, Tom's favorite herb. Snack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> luckily, the, the in the picture that you're showing the cilantro, you can pull out the sprig, Tom, and give it to some, you know, a duck or Share with a friend, yes. So you could probably say no cilantro when you order. Yeah. I think what you should do is take it and then just tell him cilantro is more magical when it's shared and put it in somebody else's cup mm-hmm. when they have it. I'm allergic to cilantro. Get the chef out there. All right. So, which one are you going to try first? Um. Well, shoot. Well, what do you mean? Well, first, I'm going to have the wet burrito because okay. that's for breakfast. Right. Okay, fine. All right. <laughs> All right. Continuing the food. And then, then I'll oh, go sorry. with the corn. Okay, cool. <laughs> Continuing the food theme. Um, an updated Fantasmic, as we know, returns to Disneyland Park on July 17th. And along with it, Fantastic dining packages will be returning as well. Who wrote this crap? Oh, wait, it was me. Um, <laughs> so uh, reservations are now open for all three options, and I'm going to read it just like I wrote it, just because. Hmm. All right, so for some of the... Why did I write this? For some of the finest dining... Why did you write that? I know, why did I write this? For some of the yeah. finest dining that Disneyland has oh, to I offer, you can reserve a dining package at the Blue Bayou Restaurant. Uh, dinner begins daily at 4 p.m. and includes three courses plus admission to a re- cost area. Cost is, excuse me, 65 for adults and 25 for kids plus tax and gratuity. Um, now this is basically their regular menu. Uh, starter options include their New Orleans gumbo, Blue Bayou house salad, or Louisiana spiced shrimp. Um, entrees, it's their regular entrees, Blue Bayou Boulevard, Surf and Turf, uh, their ribeye or their rack of lamb, a uh, bunch of other options as well. Uh, special dessert options, though, you can choose between the Sorcerer Mickey Fantasmic Dessert, which is, Ooh, I wonder which what that is. It's blue and fancy and shaped like Mickey, uh, a vanilla bean creme brulee, or an eight-layer chocolate hazelnut cake. If you'd like a beautiful view of the Rivers of America while dining, you can try a dining package at the Riverbell Terrace. Dinner there also begins at 4 with a three-course meal and admission to the reserved viewing area. Cost is 45 for adults and 25 for kids, plus tax and gratuity. However, for an additional $15, bringing the cost up to 60 per person uh, for adults, you can upgrade to a premium 8 p.m. seating where you can enjoy your dinner at 8 then remain in your seat to watch the first performance of Phantasmic at nine. Um, nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can start. The, the appetizers are a little different at Riverbell from their regular menu. You start with either house salad or corn chowder, and then the entrees are their regular entrees. It includes the pork pear, pork wow, pork spare ribs. Uh, their oven roasted. <laughs> Oven roasted barbecue chicken, uh, fried chicken sandwich, beef barista sandwich. They're, they're full menus available. Uh, for dessert, you can try, ooh, Maleficent Dragon Phantasmic dessert. So they have a special ooh. dessert there as well. 
or you can have a strawberry shortcake or butterscotch pudding. I haven't uh, had butterscotch pudding in, oh my gosh, since I was a kid, mm, I think. Yeah, I was just thinking that it was probably in a Gerber's baby food jar. <laughs> I, I swore, I swore, I swore, <laughs> didn't, didn't they have some kind of butterscotch dessert when we, resu- when we reviewed it, Mary Jo? I don't remember. Yes, it was so memorable. Okay. Uh, for <laughs> something more casual, the Hungry Bear restaurant is offering an on-the-go dining package that includes, includes a choice of four entrees from a special menu plus admission to a different reserved viewing area. Meals can be picked up beginning at 3 p.m., and the cost is $29.99 for adults and $19.99 for kids, plus tax. Entrees include cedar salt roasted salmon, barbecue chicken, blackberry barbecue pork riblets, and mushroom and leek frittata. Um, A change from back in 2015 when they had dining packages... Except for the special $15 upgrade for Riverbell Terrace, all of the dining package viewing areas require that guests stand during the show. Because um, before there were places you could sit mm-hmm. and they offered the little pad, that is no longer. Uh, of course, they'll make accommodations for those with disabilities, but otherwise, it is all standing room. Um, from what I understand, the... It seems like the the Riverbell and the and the Blue Bayou are center, uh, front center together, and then Hungry Bear is a little to the left, like in front of of Haunted Mansion. So if it's anything like it was in before, it would be um, Blue Bayou would be <coughs> dead center, dead center, mm-hmm. and and the Riverbell would be to the right of it. Okay. But mm-hmm. what's kind of sad about this is. You know, one of the complaints that a lot of us have is that in World of Color, even though they have the the tiered standing, mm-hmm. if you're if you're of a certain height or young children, there's tall people in front of you. People are going to be putting their kids on their shoulder. So before, at least when we were sitting down, we had the chance to see the show, and I, I can understand why they're doing it. That there's going to be immense crowds that want to see Fantasmic, the new one, but. I think that so many of us are just going to be at such an, a disadvantage because we're on on the same level that must a lot of the show's going to be on. So I, I'm not happy with it. Well, well, it it, it begs to be seen. Yeah. But unless you, unless you pay for the dinner and then that forty five dollar or whatever fifteen dollar yeah. surcharge on top of the dinner to sit at the Riverbell Terrace um, patio, right. I I think that they're going to have a lot of complaints. Uh-huh. I do too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because the the cost of the dinners are. Uh, what did, what did I say? Sixty five. Not cheap. Yeah, sixty five yeah. for a dinner at Blue Bayou. Yeah. No. And then you pay more. Yeah. You know, exactly. well, at Riverbell Terrace. Uh-huh. What was it again, Tom? For Riverbell Terrace. Uh, Forty five. And then you pay more to if you want to sit in the patio. Uh huh. If you want to do it seating in the patio. Yep. So. so all right. I pay more for late seating on the patio. I have no, mm-hmm. no non-snooty sense of pride to do that. Yeah. I, I, frankly, I think for, for people to at least have a seat like that, it's mm-hmm. worth it. Yeah. And of course, um, I'm sure the first few days are already sold out. Um, reservations are 
I, I would say necessary. You, you're not going to get in, um, uh, at least for the first six months without a reservation, unless you unless you choose probably the you could probably get the on the go dining package um, later. But sixty days out, you're going to want to book if you are coming in the next six months to a year. I'm I'm sure. Um, somebody released what looked like somebody that people were calling it like the looked like the the uh, like a cell phone cover graphic of the new Fantasmic. And they still, there's still nothing on it relating to pirates. Hmm. It's interesting. I know, because like, and all the press releases still say, um, the other two things, the Aladdin and the, and the, and the, they show Rapunzel and stuff like that, but no mention of pirates. So we shall see. You know, what's interesting is the Columbia has been, parked it's been parked at the at the um at the boarding dock Mm -hmm. and the riverboat's been the one in dry dock Mm -hmm. in fowler's harbor so it seems odd that being this close to phantasmic well that it wouldn't be reversed if they were if that was still a segment they were working on they they've been doing a lot of work uh already on the columbia and then for most of the time the the mark twain right but you'd think they'd be Maybe they have it out for rehearsals. Yeah. Versus. Well, well, what I'm, what I was going to say. What I was going to say is that maybe the Mark Twain needs a paint job since it's been sitting out doing the meet and greets. So before before it goes live, they they need to. Uh, that's probably true. Well, and yeah. like I said, the, it's probably the Columbia's out for rehearsals versus if right. they have new yeah. rigging and new. So that makes more sense. So Secure the rigging. I retract. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, do you have a rapid fire? Um, yeah, I suppose so, because talking about all the cool new uh, okay, cool, cool new shirts really isn't a rapid fire. So I'm going to go down the street to Universal, even though there are super cool new shirts at the parks. Really super cool new t-shirts, including one that I have to buy because it says <laughs> I'm always late. <laughs> nice. Anyway, um, no, I'm just going to go down the street here to Universal for mine. Um, and... Now that, you know, Spickle Me 3 is out, um, Universal is, of course, capitalizing on their product by welcoming Drew and Jail and Tourist Minions to uh, the Minion Mayhem and Super Silly Funland. So that's kind of interesting. So um, while you're cruising along your Universal day, um, they are, uh, you know, they're going to have um, Dave and Jerry in their full tourist gear, um, the oversized hand glasses, floppy hats, cameras, etc. And then um, jail minion, two new jail minions who don't have names. Um, they're the ones that join Minion Mel. Who knew there was a Minion Mel um, to revolt, to revolt and uh, make a go of it in their jailboard uniforms. Um, they're going to bring them out and. It doesn't say when or how they're going to walk about, basically, and so will Drew, Gru's long-lost twin brother, if anybody hadn't, you know, spoilered the movie. Um, anyway, so they'll be out and about. Look for them around Super Silly Funland. Um, pretty non-eventful, you know, rapid fire, I'm sorry. That's right. I'll, I'll forget. <laughs> 
I'll forgive you. You this just couldn't muster the, the. I know. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here. I'm trying. Yeah. There's no detail. It is probably the longest press release I've ever seen without any reasonable details. Mm-hmm. They're coming out. Boom. Yeah. Done. Blame it on Tony because he gave it to you. So. I know, right? I would rather talk about the cool new T-shirts. <laughs> oh my gosh. Have you seen the cool new t-shirts? And they're everywhere. Which ones? I mean, there's always new t-shirts. The ones that are all like, um, I live in fantasy land. Mm -mm. And um, the women's shirts are more extensive than the men's. But there are some super darn cute ones. There's like um, churros and ice cream. Um, A little gray t-shirt. A little red sleeved baseball jersey that says vacation mode with the Mm -hmm. castle logo. Cutest cutest things on their t-shirts um there's one with walt and mickey and it's got the to all who come to this happy place quote uh there's there's the white rabbit in in aqua blue and says late for everything when i have to get and then there's the the cute little thumper quote if you can't say something nice don't say nothing at all and then there's these really cute ones that use emojis um, and they're in the women's section. Now, these are um, across from the Starbucks in the store whose name I can never remember um, with all the women's clothes. And it's got like, for instance, the top line is a mini bow, a mini shoe, a pair of Mickey sunglasses where each side's a Mickey head, teacups and a lollipop. And it says fashionista. And then there's um, the it's a small world face, a goofy hat a park map, a mojito, and a train, and it says Explorer. And then there's Sleeping Beauty Cassie, a Dole Whip, Jingles, Fireworks, and a rose under a bell jar, and it says Romantic. And then um, the next one is a Sword in the Stone, Space Mountain, some really creepy sort of weird robot head thing which i cannot for the life of me figure out what it's supposed to be then pirates and then a turkey leg and it says adventurer and then the last one is um a mickey emoji with hearts for eyes an e-ticket a mickey bar um a mickey glove with a pen in the hand and a pair of mickey ears and it says fanatic mm. So that, I mean, just really cute. Oh, and another emoji one that has, um, oh crap, my picture just disappeared for another one. It has a sunshine plus Sleeping Beauty Castle plus Mickey Bar equals, and that's a happy Minnie Mouse emoji face with sunglasses on. And that's a white tank. I mean, how super cute is all that? And for the guys, there's that whole Chickapin <laughs> Hill shirt and um then the skull rock shirt sounds so is that, cute is that some of the and then the castillo del moro armory supply with cross swords on the back Are those the the um what is it called uh 20 28th and main or whatever it is or that that line <laughs> Um, a couple of those are, the men's ones are 28th and Main. Yeah. Well, except for the Castillo de Moro, because that's the Pirates of the Caribbean shirt. Um, at least I think it's, I don't, a, I don't yeah, li- it's 28th and Main. I don't like that because, um, the, it's the thinner fabric. Yeah. So, anyway. Now the women's shirts are not their standard Disney <laughs> park. All right. But frankly, I got more out of that one. And there's some really cute <laughs> new scarves. 
really cute new scarves. So they're new. Okay, cool. All right, thank you, Nancy. That, <laughs> that is rapid fire ish. All right. Uh, okay, so uh, we have not yet set up a exact location or time for a meet. Uh, keep an eye on our Facebook page. Um, it's just hard to determine when we are going to be available. Um, and then also, I mean, we could do it on Wednesday, but then none of you are there. So, uh, so keep an eye on our Facebook page at sh- and <laughs> sorry, what were you going to say? We could go somewhere, you and me, at least on okay. Thursday. Right. Yeah, we'll, we'll, dis- we'll discuss it between. You know, we can figure we'll, that out, we'll but dis- we'll be around on Thursday night. Yeah, we'll discuss it between, and then we'll, we'll post yeah. it on Facebook as it gets closer. Um, however, uh, if you see us at the expo, please stop and say hello. We want to, meet, we want to meet you. Really and truly, we do. Um, I will. Yep. I will be in and out in the booth. The rest of the team will be enjoying the expo. Um, you please enjoy the expo. Get as much out of it as you can without killing yourself. Um, but anyway, it's going to be a great time. Hope to see you all there. Uh, for those of you listening live, stick around for our listener question and answer session. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Diz Unplugged podcasts this week. And of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.